everybody. Episode 17, Tell Me Where to Turn. Glenn and Tommy here with you uh, once again and actually recording on a weekly basis again, so it's quite an accomplishment for us. This is episode number two in a row of our new commitment to being for, being there for you weekly. Two in, two in two weeks, so you and I have uh, essentially not even spoken this entire week, so preparation for this episode is at an all-time minimum. Well, preparation can be done in other forms. It's been separate. There's no doubt about that. I mean, I spent a little bit of time thinking about the show. Yeah. I would say I had a few moments this week and jotted down a yeah, jotted down a uh a few things. So, um I guess uh let's give out the Twitter stuff. So, uh those trying to reach me, it's at Glenn three underscore eleven. And uh you can find me at, at TCU White Trash and I'm sorry I've been tweeting a lot the last twenty four hours, but just had a lot on my mind. Yeah, and why are you still using the uh the old avatar with the Grego's giant blog and cafe on the cap. I'm still holding out hope we can get that up and running again. Yeah, it's not it's not two thousand twelve and I don't think anybody Nobody goes to a blog and cafe anywhere. I've been really having a hard time tonight. I because pull back the curtain a little bit. We were supposed to have started recording about forty five minutes ago, so I've been essentially sitting around here waiting for you. To get your party lifestyle under control enough that you can make time for the show. And I had about four different tweets written out to Grego. And I kept thinking, if I send this, he's going to respond. He's probably going to accept my offer to come on the show. And then I'm going to have no idea what to do after that. Panic. So I would delete the tweet. I couldn't pull the trigger on it. I don't think he would come on for free. We have to pay him in Whataburgers or something. He's not going to come on just pro bono. I don't know, man. He was he was pretty much up for anything. As a uh, wise man once said, I'm literally up for anything. Well, <laughs> he um, he's calling out people tonight, too. Well, he, and he's doing it in a very passive-aggressive way, which is yeah, like, hey, very, I'm just telling the truth. I mean, yeah. everybody told the truth about me. And in a very weird way, like, hey, you know... Yeah, Norm, he's a great guy. You know, he's very giving. He's always there for you. He's always been there for me when I needed him. Now, he doesn't return my calls anymore and he has a gambling problem, but yeah, Norm's a great guy. And literally every bookie in Texas won't take bets from him anymore because he owes him money. And the Fort Worth Star-Telegram or the Dallas Morning News had a whole story written out about it, but they never published it, which is convenient. Right. I need to pull my phone out here in a minute because... Literally right before you called, he said that he went to Chris Kyle's funeral and then followed the hearse all the way to Austin. And then the next person tweeted and said, well, Richie wrote an article that said that didn't happen. And then Grego wrote back and said, well, Richie was actually right. So I was like, well, you just said you did it. Now you're saying you didn't do it. I don't understand. Yeah, I think there was some word that he he wasn't even really there. Yeah. Much less followed the hearse all the way to pflugerville or wherever it headed and who is he talking about that got busted with all the porn on his computer i have no idea that story i was really interested in and he's referenced it like four or five times and, and he said well the whoever it was i guess worked for the star telegram and then he wasn't allowed to go to the olympics because of the porn and then he came back to it later and said oh and it was 
really bad porn. It wasn't normal porn, which I have no idea what that means. Well, I thought that was Richie. Richie Witt that he was talking about was the guy who was all set to go to the Olympics and then the okay. last minute. Well, maybe that's right. I don't know. I've never, I'd never heard that story. I guess that had escaped me. But so that was a shot at Richie then, because he's he's already gone after Mike and uh, Norm, and he called out Sturm too tonight. Well, Sturm's a godly man, but he won't return that's my wh- phone calls. And yeah. I'm kind of thinking if his phone calls are anything like his tweets, I wouldn't return his calls either. Well, I mean, would you return anybody's calls who, if you know they're out there saying something, you know, maybe good about you, but also adding in about your gambling problem to the general well, public? You're probably not going to be real quick to, yeah, let me return this guy's text about, you know, tonight's Orioles-Red Sox game. Well, I'm sure, and I'm going to speak for Bob here because I feel feel like I would say the same way as I'm sure he probably realizes that as soon as he acknowledges him or engages him that just opens the floodgates that he'll never be able to close again well he did respond to him you saw that right Bob did yeah no was this tonight yeah after he called him out and said that uh godly Bob Sturm you know doesn't return any of his calls or anything like that he responded and said dude I haven't heard from you in years so don't make things up. And then Grego said something like, um, well, th- that's not the truth, and it's all going to come out in my book, and everybody will know the truth. And uh, Bob just responded like, well, good luck, or something like that, and just left it at that. And then I saw somebody, yeah, I saw somebody was, I don't think they created the handle, but they were suggesting that the at godly Bob Stern be created on, on Twitter <laughs> in honor of that, that whole uh, interaction. So if there really is a book, and I'm highly skeptical that there ever will be, I would absolutely buy it. Oh, yeah. But I mean, it would be complete. It'd be complete trash unless it had like the greatest editor of all time, because it's going to be all these just wayward stories going in 17 different directions that contradict each each other within the, you know, 150 pages. Well, he spent a great deal of time talking about his English degree, so he wants you to know that. So maybe, maybe the maybe the editor won't be as required as you think. Yeah, maybe not. He's an editor for his tweets too. No, he doesn't, man. I, I'm telling you what, I I've never passed 45 minutes so uh, quickly in all my life. You're a big fan, huh? I'm a big fan of being entertained when uh, I don't have anything else to do. That's for sure. So uh, speaking of. Uh, Grego's from from Wise County. I spent some time in Wise County this past weekend. Wow. Yeah. Should we just go ahead and cue the brag montage music for you here? Yeah. The old uh, parents live out there. So you like to go back there periodically just to big time everyone about how well you're doing? Oh, yeah. Just print out copies of the W-2 and show up and pass them out to everybody that's just not doing particularly well down there. We do that, and as I'm driving through Boyd, I just kind of drop some random money in the street and just speed away. You just kind of get out, and you're like, well, I don't really have use for fives or tens. You know, if it's not at least a 20, I just throw it out. I don't even keep it. Pretty accurate. So I went out there, uh, took the boys out to visit my parents and uh, for the weekend, and it's always an interesting trip out there. Um one thing that always occurs is that um, we're at the house and just having an, uh, just a totally normal, just productive conversation. 
And at some point in time, just randomly in every visit, my mom is going to bring up the topic of Benghazi and just and just basically insert it into just some conversation that we may be having about the Rangers pitching rotation. But then Benghazi and Hillary she wants to Clinton talk about brought crooked up. Hillary. Yes. So that just comes up and then and then it's followed up by some kind of uh presumptive statement like uh so you're going to vote for Trump now, right? And I'm like, I've been pretty clear on this. Uh, don't know what I'm doing. Going to watch the uh, going to watch the debates and decide from there. Although, honestly, I feel like uh, I think I've ruled out voting for any third party candidate, official third party candidate. I think that's just a waste of time. I think official is a key word there because I yeah. think there's a lot of third party candidates I could see you voting for. It's just probably Gary Johnson's not one of them. Yeah. Gary Johnson's not going to be one of them, so I feel like I have three options at this point. It's either bite down and swallow hard and uh, vote for Hillary. Option two would be not to vote at all. Let's be honest, that's probably really option one, right? Yeah, well, this is in no particular order. Let's oh, just okay. make that clear. So we got those two options, and I think option three... Might just be to write in my good friend, good friend Mike Saroy, and see how uh, he'll see how far that goes. See if that makes any local news coverage. Yeah. So, is there um, not an option that's going to have you make an America great again? I, you know, I will watch the debates <clears throat> and have an open mind, but I just don't see that happening. Now, you know, our our friend Point Break Dave is is. On record as saying he will make America great again. Dave himself or? With oh, his okay. vote on November the, uh, I don't know, whatever whatever election day is. Oh, I don't know. Or is it, it's known in some parts of the world as erection day. <laughs> we always well, come back to I'll that. I'll tell you what, they may only have that every four years in America. At my house, it's even less frequent than that. <laughs> Well, it's more of a dictatorship over here. We're still waiting for the uh, old dictator to die before we get a chance to uh, have another erection day. Yeah. Well, on that that particular Tuesday, I may be casting a vote, but there's just as good of odds that I'll be on my couch watching a uh, what I think might be at that point be an early season college basketball doubleheader instead of going out and exercising my right to pick a poor candidate now will mama will mama glenn call you on erection day and and just make sure you remember benghazi oh i've been reminded of that so many times you know the whole thing what's funny well that event is not funny i was gonna say let's uh, be careful here because i don't want to have to distance this early in the show i will but but i don't want to this is uh as if you're not (laughs) Already distancing from Erection Day. Um, I'm actually embracing Erection Day. So the Benghazi is something that um, has been referenced in the news, radio, TV, whatever. But I'm going to be perfectly and completely honest with you. Until I sat down and watched that movie that they made about it, I really had no idea what it was about and what happened. Not, well, not a clue. You're way ahead of me because I haven't seen the movie, nor do I have any idea what happened, except that I know Crooked Hillary messed something up. So that that's just that's all I need to know. 
Yeah, so we'll not going to get into all that, but... So you don't want to just do this whole episode on Benghazi? Because, I mean, it seems like you brought it up. I, it kind of came out of left field for me, too, but... I think it's for a future. That's for the political political episode. But, Maybe we um, can have your mom on to talk about it. No, that's a really, really poor, poor thought pattern there. If we went out and did the show live in Wise County, would that change anything? No, I don't think so. I don't think not at all. But um, she didn't even br- ever bring this up until she had seen that movie either. So it was a hot button after that. And we had conversations. So is it a real... Was it a real like wide release movie, or is this something like yeah. that was put on by uh, Kirk Cameron or something like that? No, 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 no. This is not in the Left Behind series. Okay. No, this is like one of those Michael Bay, I think, super. Oh wow! Super action flicks. But is it is it anti Hillary the movie, or is it just based on? No. Okay. It's just based on what happened at. The, at this co- compound that we had, and I, the the country that they were even in just escapes my memory. But the guy from the the guy from the office is in it, so that's pretty cool. Michael Scott? Uh, no, 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 no. Um, oh, God, uh, was it Jim? Toby? No, not Toby, not uh, Dwight, Oscar. and not Pam either. No, Oscar. They wouldn't Creed. let Oscar in the. They don't let Oscar in the military. Okay, I'm gonna have flick. to distance now. Yeah, I'm sorry. I think I can. Uh, I think I can. Well, recommend what's the it. name of the movie? I I don't even. I didn't. Need, I really don't know. I'm being oh, serious. You really, you really put me on the stop spot. Uh, I think it's called Thirteen Hours, but that might not be correct. See, for some reason, I thought that was the movie where uh, James Franco eats his own uh, or drinks Stomach. his own urine or whatever. Um, no, I think that's 48 hours. It's, it's him and, uh, Nick Nolte that they're trapped on. They, they're in the ship that hits an iceberg and he has to eat his arm so they can be saved. Okay. We're still going to do that movie review episode. Maybe we should just scrap it and, and review the Benghazi movie and make it real, uh, real serious. No, we'll put it on the list. We'll get it on. We've thrown out some. We've thrown out some pretty good titles for this. You know, I think I think this could be a recurring thing. You know, we've thrown out some good ideas, but you know, maybe we're thinking maybe we're going about this all wrong, and and we need to we need to get real serious. We could probably rotate it between like serious Schindler's and List, non-serious. perhaps. I don't know. Man, no, that's I don't think that's a good idea at all. So I think the only other thing. Uh, that happened while we we're out there is uh well my dad is always trying to work in lots of good one-liners and we were talking about something about uh he's self-employed and the shop that he owns he's planning on selling it within the next couple of years and the guy he's selling it to gets just real anxious about you know when things go wrong if something breaks or something like that and my dad is just real you know, just kind of whatever. Something breaks, you got to fix it, but you just kind of have to deal with it. So we were talking about that, and it was a serious conversation. But then my dad, my dad's always got to work in some kind of funny one-liner as we're talking about this. You know, machinery breaking down and stuff like that. He just kind of chimes in. He's like, "Well, you know, you know, guys, nothing works forever except for me." <laughs> 
such a dad thing to say. I totally agree. We're like driving down the road and it's serious conversation. And he says that and I just kind of look, I just kind of glance over. He's got a, just a smirk on his face. And I was like, yeah, we'll just, we'll just move on. And then the only, we went to the, uh, took the, the kids out to the lake to go swim and stuff. And it was just a funny moment was, um, they have a sign posted out at this park because the swimming area is like all, you know, blocked off or whatever. And they have a sign that says no pets in the swimming area. Well, this guy drives up in his truck. He's got like four kids and this big dog. And they all, you know, get in the water and stuff. And they have like a park warden or ranger or whatever at this place. I'm pretty sure it's not warden, but I'm just (laughs) going to go ahead and throw that out there. Unless there was also some kind of makeshift jail assembled that was down there that you haven't told me about yet. If it was Wise County, it may be a warden as well. But he comes by. First, he thinks it's our dog because it's over close to us. And we're like, no. Nobody belongs to that guy over there. So he gets mad at this guy. Well, not mad at him. He tells him he's got to get his dog out of there. And he points out that there's a sign. And then that guy leaves. And then the ranger comes back a little while later. And uh, he apologizes to us for, I guess, accusing that it was our our animal. And he comments something about the sign was right there. And the guy, you know, just ignored it or whatever. I thought I'd make a little uh, Wise County joke. And... Uh, just commented like I wouldn't worry about it. That guy probably doesn't even know how to read. And Mr. Park Ranger, he didn't find it very funny. I guess maybe he could tell I was just taking a shot at one of the locals. See that? See and, that's uh, that's why that they don't like you there anymore. Is you come back, you brag about how much money you make, and then you insult the intelligence of, of probably like that guy's probably on the city council there. I just kind of got a blank stare, and maybe the. The Keyshawn Johnson, yeah, yeah. It's probably a good friend of his or something like that. I, I really, I'm really disappointed in, in how the fact that here you were born on third base and you have to go down there and act like you hit a triple. That's all I'm saying. Hey, I live on third base. So speaking of sports, um, we covered our uh, baseball trip in the last episode. Boy, did we ever! Yeah, I'm still I'm still living in the glow of how great Glenn in Baltimore was. Well, that was with a certain uh, sect of friends that I travel with for baseball trips, and there's a separate sect of friends that we've. Uh, Started traveling on football trips, so uh, could how you many, be any uh, more blessed? <laughs> how many more? How many years in a row do you have to do something before it's a tradition? I would say at least three. Okay, okay. So this year would formally make a tradition of this uh, football trip. So a couple years ago, we went to Ann Arbor to see a Minnesota Michigan game. As one of the guys is from originally from Minnesota, is a Minnesota fan. Another one of the guys is a Michigan fan. Awesome. Um, last year we were supposed to go to Knoxville to go to the Oklahoma Tennessee game because this is very unstable. But the guy that's a Minnesota fan is also an Oklahoma fan. Now I won't get into all the sports instability there, 
Um, but we Did weren't he, able to. Was he wearing just like the split jersey when you guys went? Or yeah, he wears this split jersey and sweatpants that have Minnesota on one leg and Oklahoma on the other. He wears those all the time. So we did that. Oh, we were—that's what we were gonna do last year. Sorry, I dropped my phone and just had panic. You um, dropped your phone? Yeah. Sorry about that. Well, so we're supposed to do that on your phone and focus on the show. How about that? So we we're supposed to do that last year, but one of the guys uh, was having a kid like right before that game, so we had to cancel those plans. Kind of just kind of copped out and just went up to Norman and saw the TCU Oklahoma game. But we so got to going meet to Brian. Norman's just a cop out now, huh? Thanks to all our OU listeners. I'm I'm still with you, even if it has been a tough year. We did uh, did get to meet Brian Bosworth during that trip, though. So that was pretty oh, cool. The Boz. Yeah. Do you, did you like you actually met the Boz? I met him, shook his hand, and took a picture with him. Did you beat him down? Yeah. I asked him to – we went tried to go play-by-play play the whole 1987 season. <laughs> he wasn't really he wasn't really up for that. So Had you already so, watched that 30 for 30 before this? Oh, yeah. I saw okay, that a long so you time were, ago. You were, yeah, familiar with present-day Boz's whole scene? Yeah, he's pretty conservative these days. He doesn't yeah. have lines in his hair, and he's not popping roids or anything like that. And he, you didn't ask him to take you by that storage unit where all his memorabilia was? With him and his son? Yeah, no, it, and he'd I did get not kind of cho- choked that. up looking at a b- box of stuff. Just a bunch of newspaper clippings. Yeah, he. you didn't yeah. ask for any of that? No. Okay. When he was like, hey, I remember when I tackled Cleveland Gary. What a great moment. <laughs> um, like Cleveland Gary's a good Tecmo Bowl throwback, too. Yeah, former former LA Rams, great. So anyway, right. let's get to football trip 2016. So... The logistics of this are still being finalized, but here's the idea. Thursday, December 1st, fly into Minneapolis, Cowboys at Vikings. Wow. At the, oh. at the new, and they have a fairly new stadium, don't they? They do have a new stadium. Stay there that night, drive the next day into Chicago, Friday night. Cleveland Cavaliers, Chicago Bulls. And how far is that drive? Uh, I have no idea, but it's on the way to our third destination. Okay. Which would be that Saturday, that Saturday evening at 8 o'clock Eastern in Indianapolis would be the Big Ten championship game. So going football, basketball, football in a three-day period. So we think in what the Big Ten championship game will be what, like Wisconsin, Indiana probably? Um, I don't, probably not on that. I'm pretty pretty much uh, thinking the winner of the Michigan Ohio State game, and I can't recall the divisions within that conference. But um, I don't know. Maybe we're looking at a Michigan Nebraska matchup, something like that. Interesting. And this would be at Lucas Oil Field. Yes. Interesting. So that's pretty. I think that's a pretty powerful uh, three day venture. That is a very powerful trip. So is this is this gonna happen or is this just being talked about? Uh this is this is one of those ninety nine point five percent at this point. So what could derail this trip? Because I'm I'm fascinated by this trip. This this sounds amazing. Now, I think you might have underestimated the drive time from Minneapolis to Cleveland. 
Not Chicago, not Cleveland. Wait a minute, I thought you said to Cleveland. No, no, no. Cleveland is playing Chicago. Oh, okay. I had that backwards. Well, I'm all right. So Minneapolis to Chicago. Okay, sorry. It's on the way. Trust me. Checked it out. And actually the whole Chicago thing was just random because we wanted to do the Thursday in Minnesota, the Saturday in Indianapolis. And I just mapped out if you drive driving between the two, what cities you go through, you just happen to go through Chicago. I'm like, hey, that Friday night, we got anything going on? Got a Bulls game. Who are they playing? Oh, it just happens to be the defending champions with the best player in the league. So I think that'll do. So Minneapolis to Chicago, 414 miles. Not a problem. And then uh, and then you're going to Chicago to Indianapolis? Yeah. That does not look, at least right now on the map, as far, but we'll see. That is only... 185 miles, so that's, that's not bad easy. at all. Nah. No, that, 414 miles is be... a pretty pretty salty drive, though. No, it'll be all day. So how many uh, how many guys are we going to have on this trip? This is just a, a trip of four. A trip of four. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. I'm going to give you some advice right now. That Don't first go night, to a casino? Yes. That first night, <laughs> stay out of the casino. The second night's fine. 185 miles, I think you can do. 414 miles, you don't want to be doing that hurting. No. I don't think there'll be any casino trips on this one. So, yeah. So, there you go. There's, so, have, uh, you, have you costed this out? Because that seems like seems like you could get in pretty deep with tickets there. Especially, I'm imagining getting a ticket to the new stadium in Minnesota is probably pretty pretty hard ticket to get this year i mean they just opened the stadium what last week yeah but if there there are tickets available we've looked at it and uh via an app such as seat geek there's there's plenty out there and they're pretty reasonably priced too we haven't pulled the trigger on purchase yet for those i've actually we've got tickets to the big 10 championship game so that's already. I would. In tow. I would assume those are like tickets they just give away for free, right? Uh, no, those are pretty. Uh, I think those are pretty difficult to get. It might have been one you might have wanted waited on. That that I just feels like that those those uh, fringe championship games. Basically, anything that's not an SEC championship game, yeah. you know, the smaller, less important conferences. Just feels like well, feels like that you get down to game time and they realize like oh shoot half the stadium's unsold and they're just handing out free tickets yeah and like literally yeah they're just yeah handing out free tickets just to try it's to make the it look guy, good for TV like the guys that are in Vegas when you're walking down the street that are just slapping the them. brochures <laughs> on their arms and just handing you handing them to you they're just doing that with tickets in Indianapolis I I I think that might I think you might be regretting that if you just if you've already made the purchase at a premium price. Uh, not too bad. Uh, averaging out um, per ticket, it's less than three figures, so we're doing okay. I don't. I don't think you're gonna get out of the football game for less than three figures, though. Oh no, 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 no. That's not gonna happen. But in yeah. the door for less than three figures. So. So then you'll do a hotel, a hotel night in Minnesota, a hotel night in Chicago, and then a hotel night in. Uh, and then a hotel night in um, Indianapolis, and then fly home from Indianapolis. Yeah, but a buddy of mine is a uh, 
a master of accumulation of airline miles and hotel points via like via credit using credit cards but he kind of churns and burns them like you use them and you accumulate all these points and you get rid of the card and then you get a different one. Oh, you get like the intro like the 50,000 yeah. bonus for sign yeah 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 so he's got a process so out of the three nights the only night we're paying anything for a hotel is the night that's in indianapolis the night in minnesota and the night in chicago at like a hotel intercontinental which wow. who knows how much it actually costs to stay there now, are you guys going four wide uh yeah yeah okay it's just one room hopefully okay. more than one bed or maybe not hopefully maybe who knows not but there you go. So that's Man, that, the, that'll be the last. I'm jealous. Tri- I'm not gonna lie. I yeah, I'm, last sports I'm, trip of 2016. I'm jealous though to have two two big sports trips in one year. Pretty exciting stuff for sure. Pretty exciting stuff. I, I don't yeah. have uh, I don't have anything near that exciting on on the calendar for myself. I've got a. Actually, we should probably talk about that and maybe next week. I've got the ACL Music Festival coming up in a couple of weeks, but okay, we can. Can run a, do a little a preview ACL preview. You know, I, I, I've got the. Uh, they've put out the official lineup now. I could could give you some of the cho- choices at different day parts I'm making that'll probably drive you crazy. Is Skrillex there this year or Calvin Harris? No, no but both of those decisions were made over Pearl Jam. But hey, you know, I don't know how you. I don't know how you feel about Radiohead, but I'm actually making a controversial counter decision to not see Radiohead so um the next song from Radiohead other than the song Creep that I that I listen to will also be the first song of Radiohead I've heard other than Creep okay good well we can we can actually find some common ground there I like to hear that yeah oh good news for me my uh, under on Clemson Georgia Tech has come in easily easily oh, excellent Who's winning 20, that football contest? A twenty-six-seven final for Clemson, uh, and I believe nice. if I uh, I'm not great at math, but I believe that's less than fifty-eight total points. So, great success. Yeah, we'll I run shift, the numbers on that. See if you're right. I'll shift my attention. I've got the uh, I've got the split screen going here because things are going pretty well for me. Don't get too distracted. I, I'm not getting too distracted. I just need to make sure that the. Uh, Houston New England game also stays under. So oh, okay. it's, tw- it's twenty to nothing right now. Uh, very late third quarter. In fact, that's probably the last play of the third quarter. Boy, I'll tell you what. I thought yeah. Houston was going to do something tonight. Well, they're Houston. It's trash. Well, no, city. that's a good point. That's a good point. They so speaking of up. cities, speaking of cities that you wanted to bring up and discuss, I think you wanted to, to discuss the city of Charlotte a little bit. What's going on in Charlotte? So did you I advise? Do you advise me? There was some damage to the uh, NASCAR Hall of Fame. Yes. Did and did and did Ernie Ernie Irvin break in there and steal Dale Earnhardt's car? He hasn't he already stolen enough from Dale? His soul. But well, did no, somebody I, steal Ernie Irvin's eyesight? Oh, that's right. Or am I wrong on that? No, I think that's right. Didn't he have an eye patch or something? Maybe diabetes stole his eyesight. I don't know. Well, or maybe it was maybe it was traumatic uh, corneal detachment from an accident. I don't know. 
just or yeah, flipping seventy four times in one accident. That'll do it. It might have been that. No, I I've, I know this is terrible, but I uh, and it's actually kind of ties back to what we were talking about earlier with the election. But I've just been so. Um, this is not. This is not. I don't advise this. But I've been so depressed by politics and the news that I've just pretty much just decided I'm just going to ignore it. So uh, I've gone in and purged out the negative elements from my Twitter feed, and I didn't really know much was going on in Charlotte until all the NASCAR beat writers I followed started saying like yeah, that there was damage to the NASCAR corporate headquarters and some windows got busted in the NASCAR Hall of Fame. And then I started thinking, well, what's this about? And went to CNN and then was like, oh, okay. So we've got a situation. <laughs> Get a little context. Yeah, yeah I think, uh, indeed. I think there was just minor damage to that particular building. Like nobody broke in and stole Ricky Craven's Tide number 17 and did a burnout in downtown Charlotte or anything like that. Yeah, nobody went in there and stole anything belonging to Kale Yarborough or Davy Allison or Neil Bonnet. <laughs> no, nobody stole any of Harry Gant's skull dip cans or yeah, you know, any anything of that nature. But it, it's a dangerous topic for me because I, uh, as I said, I've pretty much discontinued using Facebook because I just don't really care what anybody thinks about politics that I uh that it's not being paid to be in the media so I feel like that puts me in a precarious position to say my uh opinion but I'll just leave it at this like maybe we should just go ahead and tap the brakes a little bit let's wait until due process is run its course before we get too excited so I'll just leave it at that all right well, I watched a little bit of the uh protest action uh via Twitter last night because Deadspin had a representative that was walking around just periscoping the whole thing which it wasn't it wasn't you know it was some people walking around just i mean peaceful protest and then there was some random guy who had like a uh i think the sign it was like a jesus saves people from hell or something like that and he was actually out there protesting abortion which uh, maybe not the time and place for that, but... Well, hey, I mean, everybody's got a right to protest. This is America, hey, right? Anywhere and everywhere. Boy, i tell you what, though. I, I mean, and, and maybe I'm just too risk-averse, but, I mean, if things are getting heated out there, I don't, I don't think I want to be out there periscoping. <laughs> no, it's probably not the best idea. I, I think the use of uh, tear gas was pretty prominent to get the crowd to disperse a little bit. So uh, are was, the uh, is Carolina at home this weekend? Mm, good sports question. Uh, that could get a little interesting. I was thinking back to the uh, Rangers Orioles empty stadium game. Yeah. You know what? I can't. I can't recall. But I know the city was considering having. Uh, this wouldn't really affect that, but having like a citywide curfew, putting that into effect. Yeah. I yeah, I just, it, it's hard for me to watch because it just really doesn't, it just really, it's really difficult to see that going on. But I really, I just don't understand the allure of people that are wanting to like go out and like I said, periscope it, be in the middle of it. I mean, gosh, I would be trying to get as far away from that as possible just because just yeah. you just don't ever know what's going to happen. 
Right. And some of the pictures and stuff I saw, man, there was crap that was getting set on fire. And obviously, you know, NASCAR Hall of Fame. Uh, really unfortunate situation there. Definitely. Um, well, look at this. Uh, Carolina is at home. And your Minnesota Vikings are playing them. Hey, those are not my Minnesota start. Vikings. They will be after December 1st, sir. It's going to be an exciting time up in Minneapolis. And it says here that there are 2,987 tickets available on StubHub. I wonder if the price is going down there a little bit. Might be a little bit. One of the things I think has differed about this protest, and and i got to be real careful how I say this, but I think that this has actually taken place in like the nicer part of town. I don't... I think some of these other protests have kind of happened in in kind of more uh, depressed parts of the cities that they've happened in. But I think this is like right in the middle of like the tourists. Because, I mean, they'd mentioned that there was a big problem out front of the Omni Hotel. And they don't usually put Omni Hotels, you know, in the projects. Have you ever been to Charlotte? Uh, yes, I have, actually. So, but never been spent time there. I've flown into there and then oh, left okay. the city in a rental car. Now, I've been there. We've been there once and we were downtown. So I could kind of, what I was watching last night, I actually recognized some of the some of the area. And yeah, I mean, it's like right in the middle of downtown, like uh, part of the protest and where they had some, you know, I don't know. I don't know if skirmishes is the word, whatever was like near where the arena where the bobcats play so i mean it's right in the center yeah of town. so i mean this is not like happening in a in a you know i mean this is this is like if you were in charlotte on business or if you were in charlotte for some other reason you could have very easily got caught right in the middle of this this is not yeah. necessarily something that the tourist or visitor would have to have gone to seek but, out like that's true you could have been but these staying these at your Omni not, hotel and these things are always essentially planned. I mean, there was, um, so, I, I can't remember exactly where it was, but last night there was also, I believe, a protest of some sort down in Dallas. So, I mean, they people that are planning a protest, peaceful protest, are they, I guess, you have to let the city know. Because it was near one of our offices and we got a basically a heads up that this is going to be happening, you know, at like 7 o'clock at night or something like that. So, I don't know how that works. Do you have to get a permit? I'm not really, I'm not really sure. I think you get a protest permit, sir. Yeah. It's got to be the code and everything. So, let's... uh, Let's move on to something a little less controversial. Yeah, Um, I'll say before before, uh, somebody slips up here and says something that's going to... Just bring the whole show to a screeching halt. So did you watch any of the John Benet Ramsey special this week? <laughs> no, I didn't even know it was on. I heard him talking about it, but I guess they... Did you watch it? I, I did. Okay, because they, they, I guess they did something that really pissed off the brother, right? Uh, well, basically, it was a group of like former F- FBI investigators and some forensic pathologists and behavioral analysts and stuff like that. And they went back and looked at a lot of the evidence, the testimony, this, that, or the other. And long story short, they basically ruled out um, that there was an intruder in the house. So that only leaves 
the brother, the mom, and the dad as to who did it. And their theory was, yeah, that something happened. The brother got mad at her, hit her in the head with a flashlight that uh, fractured her skull. And that either that either killed her or somebody strangled her to finish her off. So, so Merry, like they were saying that like Merry the, Christmas, the, the brother started it and then somebody else parent authority figure came in and said, yeah, you, you got to finish the job now. Well, I think they had to, they were, the, the idea is that it was a cover up where the parents tried to make it look like it was an intruder and it was, uh, essentially like a failed kidnapping. I guess they planned to kidnap her, but for, while trying to kidnap her, they, I don't want to say accidentally, but they murdered her. My goodness. So is this was this like um, the OJ where they had people playing all the parts? Or was this a documentary? Um, I don't know how to describe it. It was not. Was Cuba Gooding Jr. in it? <laughs> no, <laughs> he played John Benet. Um, no, he was not in it. Okay. So this was not like this was more of a, I guess, a documentary type type piece. Or was it like the MythBusters? Uh, okay, maybe that's a better comparison. And they said, you know, let's let's just go with our imagination here. And how hard would a would you have to hit somebody with a flashlight to kill them? Actually, they tested that out, and yeah, they actually they, got like a go. they got like a ten year old um, to test it out on. They constructed like a dummy, and they used like pigskin or something like that for a scalp that would be similar to a six year old's. So this is exactly uh, like Mythbusters then. Yeah. And then they had the kid grab a maglite flashlight and hit it and see what would happen. So yeah, that's, it, that's pretty much it. And and now from what I read, the brother the brother is going to sue CBS for airing the program, which is essentially accusing him of, of murder or manslaughter cuz interesting. He probably didn't intend to do it, but well, maybe he should. That seems pretty, uh, pretty irresponsible. Well, is the statute of limitations passed? I don't know. I mean, could he come out and be like, "Yep, nailed it"? No, no, no. no. There's not a statute of limitations on murder. Okay, well, you don't have to be so condescending. Jeez. I mean, I went to law school for eleven years. I think I'd know this. And what's going on with your voice tonight, by the way? I, I don't know. I'm really struggling. You Pretty have sure more my... for somebody for somebody that uh, spends as much time in fitness facilities. You have more health problems. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not doing well. My T cell count is at an all time low. Is this going to be like a? Have you ever seen Dallas Buyers Club? <laughs> yes. Also known be... as. Also known as the Point Break Dave story. Yeah. Are you going to be like meeting somebody behind a dumpster outside a hospital to get some illegal antibiotics to just try to help get you through? I wait in line for a medication every Wednesday morning, but it's all legal. Oh my gosh. Listen to you. You're going to be like just impossibly skinny. No, I don't know what's going on. I started losing my voice yesterday for unknown reasons. I mean, I have sore, been... Sore throat? No, I have been uh, fronting a Slipknot cover band recently. Yeah, that so might do it. Smoking that a little might bit. Have, 
that might have something to do with it. Some of the, just the guttural parts of Heretic Anthem. I probably went a little over the top. So that could that could be a part of it. But oh my hey, got to live life. I'm worried about you. I'm worried about me, honestly, because, you know, I've committed to our dozens of listeners that I'm going to do this thing every week and you're falling apart here in week two. I'm worried about you. Well, that's why we have Point Break Dave in the in the on-deck circle. Well, Point Break Dave in. really, really wants to do a movie review episode. He's, in fact, he, he couldn't be with us tonight. I, if I told you where he was tonight, you wouldn't believe me. Um, he's at some sort of ballet. No, think way more country than that. Oh, I don't know. I, I don't know. He's at he's, Red River. Is that still a he's place? He's six. He's six to eight hours away from the DFW Metroplex right now, at a auction to sell pig semen. <laughs> I don't know what to say. It's possible. And it, that, that that's that's legitimately where he is. Wow. He has well, uh, may- some some family members on uh the other side of the family, not my uh not my cup of tea, but on uh, the other side of the family that are into uh that whole agricultural thing and uh there's a big event uh, every year where they sell uh pig reproductive material and dave was invited to take part and uh he's there and he didn't just say uh no i literally have everything else to do no i and i kind of think he's probably pulling about a about how you were in wise county if you want to be if you want to know the truth but Uh, okay i got you i'm i'm sure he's out there just scoreboarding everyone with all of his going, going with the can't read joke series that yeah with all of his teeth and his fancy book learning <laughs> exactly exactly <clears throat> so I think we're gonna I think I think we might try to do the whole uh, movie review episode next week if we can if we can get Dave uh, on board for that yeah I don't I'm, give... I'm gonna I'm gonna try to see what I can do to make that happen I, I know how to get in contact with him. And I'd say, I don't want to give too much away, but I guess the only hint I would give, if you enjoy a movie theme that that combines arm wrestling and child custody, then you'll probably enjoy our first movie review episode. I think, I think that's a very good, that's a very good tease ahead. That was a tease. But if you've ever, if you've ever sold a car and then asked to take the hood emblem with you <laughs> it's not hold on you gotta save it yeah we gotta you save might, all you this. might want to tune in next week yeah absolutely so well, i believe uh, you said we had an email to go through is that is yeah, am i do. to understand that correct okay well why don't you hit, hit me with that i i you know how much i love it when we get emails and they're always directed towards you and i, I don't know why because i literally could not care less Okay, so I'll prepare you for this. So this is from uh, Gustav with the Can You Hear Me podcast. Yeah, a terrible podcast. I can't, unlistenable, but go ahead. Oh, triple thumbs up from me. That'll, that'll balance out the, the negative review there. Um, so, address, so address to you again. Okay. So it says, uh, 
While I admire the spirit of Tommy's hatred of the people who listen to his own podcast, I feel he needs to enroll in classes at the Soroy and Machine Institute of Podcasting to fully, de- to fully develop his technique. Of particular note, now he has courses recommended for you, so pay attention. Okay. Of particular note, I believe he should first take 1301 Introduction to Disdain of Listeners before he tackles more advanced courses like 2401 Assaulting Listener Intelligence. And once he has that foundation, he can move on to the really high-level stuff like 4302 Destroying Listener's Faith and postgraduate work like 5303 the duality of hating and loving Jay Cranfill. Who, who, I don't know who, he's just naming random people. I that assume. sounds like a fake name to me, but. Uh, it's totally made up. What, what's wrong with you, Gustav? Gustav, a real name though, but that, the other, that's, yeah. There's no way, that, there's no way that's a real thing. The well, Soroy thing is definitely real, because that's our next president. Yeah, but I, I think the the, school the their school of broadcasting would be get get yourself to the point where you couldn't even conceive passing any type of drug test and then turn on your mic <laughs> turn on the cup with the string on it yeah pretty much uh well if they're using that they're getting a an amazing product out of such primitive technology but you know sometimes you got to you know, use drugs and medication to enhance your creativity, I suppose. Yeah, I think so. So if we do uh, if we do the movie review next week, I don't know if we've got time before the playoffs st- start to get any type of uh, Rangers playoff preview. So uh, what are we thinking? Are we still thinking World Series is, is a sure thing? Yeah, absolutely. And in fact, I... Uh, you know, I I I don't even know if we even need to do a show about it until you know we're we're previewing the World Series, honestly. Okay. The rest of it's just kind of a foregone conclusion. Man. But no, you know what we You're- could probably do is is if we get if we get movie review in next time, I think we'll be the next one after that would be perfect for a like legitimate playoff preview. Yeah, we'll have matchups and everything. I fear that we are headed to the or headed for a. Uh, Red Sox Cubs insufferable no, fan no, World no, Series. No, 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 no. We're listen, team of destiny. Oh, by the way, the magic number is down to one. Well, that's true, but Ricky Nolasco shut out the Astros today. Are you serious? If you had that in DraftKings, congratulations. I didn't. Um. Well, just pull back the curtain. I had the exact opposite because I was very Astros heavy tonight. You were follow the money. Astros are yes. going to, or Angels are going to go in the tank because Sosha's so mad at the Rangers. Yeah, I was following, following Altuve for all the money, so I guess that didn't work out. So I the guess if good, you had... Only good thing I did tonight was D. Gordon. That was it. Other than that, I was a disaster. So if you had bet your life, at least so far, that either the Astros or the Texans would at least score a single point, right now you've got a gun to your head... Boy, and that's the trigger's a great about point. to be pulled. That's a great point. <laughs> Can you imagine if you had that parlay that the between the Astros and the Texans they had to just score one point today? And I would, we're literally down to eleven minutes before you're gonna have to pull the trigger. 
I, I, I mean, I wouldn't have bet that, but I would have bet a large, large sum of money that between those two teams, they would have scored a single point in their sport. Yeah. I bet the Texans get a trash field goal or touchdown in this game. Man, I hope they don't because the under is starting to look a little sketchier for me. So mm. we need things to just calm down. We need New England to just start running draw up the middle every play and let's just get this thing moving, keep it moving. Because, yeah, New England just punched it in again. Oh, no. Yeah, we're at a 27-0 with 11 minutes left. I need it to stay under 40 and a half. So yeah, that could be a tough one. We need could to be slow a tough things one down for here you. just a little bit. All right. So we've but, basically, but no, uh, just just to very broadly answer your question before, I, f- I really do, all kidding aside, feel really good about the Rangers this postseason. I th- I think um, I think Cole and you are you know struggled a little bit lately, but they're they're such good pitchers, they're going to figure it out. I I think our offense is so good, and if somebody's not hitting, there's so many people to pick them up. I I think I think this is going to be it, man. I've I've got a real good feeling about this. I hope so. I think I'm just naturally cynical when it comes to the teams that I actually pull for. I just always I, look for the negative things. You know, we spend all or you know, the kind of the joke is that effing team and I, I just think that's us this year. I think we are that effing team this year. And I think whatever however it's gonna shake out, it's gonna work out in our favor. I I think it's gonna happen. Well you know what's gonna happen? It's gonna be it's gonna be Luke Roy hitting the walk off Homer to win the whole thing. And you're going to be sitting there in your Lewis Brinson jersey, <laughs> still wishing that we didn't trade him. Hey, even if that happens, I still think we're going to regret that move. There's not a chance. I'll tell you what, I will I will come on here and do a full formal apology to you if, if Luke Roy hits the, a walk-off home run to win the World Series. But that's the only the only way I'm going to do that. Okay. Anything less Lewis- than that, I say the jury's still out. If Lewis Brinson ever makes an all-star game, then I'll get a Lewis Brinson jersey and wear it on at least a bi-weekly basis. Okay. I'll hold you to Mark that, Mark it brother. down. Mark it's it marked. down. It's marked down here, episode 17. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, yeah, I'm just kind of leery because they've been slumping lately, and I don't know. I'm just looking at some of these other teams and thinking, oh, I don't know if they can beat them in a series but we'll keep our hopes up it's not like they've broken our hearts before no it's never happened before it's not like you drove all the way to st louis to celebrate the world series victory or anything i mean hey we were so close i mean we were almost there we were there man it was gonna be an all night we were gonna i was gonna burn that whole city down in celebration and it was just a couple feet away that's a tough one it is so yeah, so next next week movie review, two weeks MLB playoffs. I think we got a good plan. We got some good got some good momentum going here. I like this. I think so. So you got anything else? No, I feel like you need to probably uh go get you some hot tea and a Whataburger Junior and and try to get to feeling better, little buddy. Yeah. So I'm feeling fine. The voice has just decided it's uh gonna leave me. So by episode eighteen, if I have become just a full-blown mute then uh we'll have dave here or some semblance of some other human being or yeah um, maybe uh gustav can come on and uh co-host with me we can get our differences squared away you guys maybe should do that 
down the road, maybe I'll just take a week off and you guys can work things out because it's not working via email. We need uh, maybe some face-to-face time. Yeah. Or maybe we could just, uh, he could just tweet at me, uh, TCU white trash. Just tell me how he really feels and I'll respond to him very quickly. It sounds like a plan. So uh, I guess I'll end this one and we'll see everybody next week. Episode 18, the, uh, that'll be the Kyle Bush episode, but it'll have nothing to do with Kyle Bush. It'll be dedicated to Kyle Bush, but unless things fall apart, my voice goes out or whatever, we'll have an outstanding movie review for everybody. I'm looking forward to it. All right, we'll see everybody next week.